Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. Hey there, sunshine. Welcome to the Power on Plants podcast. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel, and we're absolutely head over heels for whole plant foods and helping you navigate this incredible plant-based journey. That's because our lives have been completely changed by plant-based goodness. We used to struggle every day with excess pounds and low energy, vascular disease, joint pain, and lack of sleep, just to name a few. And even though we're medical professionals, we still weren't getting practical answers that actually worked. So we dug into the research, we started living what we learned, and now we both have our lives back. And that's what we want for you too. The truth is you can do this and it's not hard. You just need a way that will bring real and lasting change. And that path, it has to be simple and enjoyable and it's gotta be delicious too. So are you ready to live your life to the fullest? Then you're in the right place because living without limits, that's what Power on Plants is all about. So pull up your chair, grab a matcha latte and let's get started. Well, hello, sunshine, and welcome to the Power on Plants podcast, where we're all about helping you bust the myths that you believe so that you can move forward in true health. And I'll tell you, there is this one myth that just will not die. And we hear it all the time. People keep asking us, where do you get your protein? Patients come to Jared and ask him this on a regular basis. And this I'm, is probably the number one objection slash question that I hear all the time, especially whenever I introduce the idea of being plant-based. When they get through that deer-in-the-headlight look, then it's, but where do you get your protein? protein. And it really is so funny because it's such a big myth and it's been around so long. So many of us believed it because of the marketing that's been out there, because people want to sell you their protein products. So we are going to lay this myth to rest. Protein powders, protein shakes. We're all about saving you money. We're all about saving you time. And listen, you do not need to buy all these protein products. Why? Because when you go plant-based and you eat plant foods, every plant food has protein in it. Understand, they all have protein to varying degrees, absolutely, but they all have plenty so that no one today probably even knows of the name, unless you're a medical professional, of protein deficiency. I mean, when you think of it was a big problem, we'd all know what a protein deficiency is I would think it would be on billboards, it'd be in magazines, radio, social media. It would be plastered everywhere. So what is the name? 
The name is Kwashiorkor. Have you ever heard of Kwashiorkor? Probably sister? not. We've mentioned it once or twice, but if you you're a new have. listener, you you probably <laughs> you've never heard of this before. No, and the reason is it's not common. It just does not happen in standardized, westernized societies. It doesn't happen in the general public unless you're in a place where you're not getting enough food to satisfy your daily food requirements, your daily calorie requirements. And for most of us, especially here in America, that's generally not a problem, especially if you're listening to this podcast. Okay, well, and, for, and we're blessed. We're absolutely blessed. Uh, and we blessed. need to thank the Father for that because we have food to eat enough that we usually get our requirements met every single day as far as calories go. And we know that with plant foods, when you get enough calories, you get plenty of protein. Actually, the problem is too much protein. Most people are getting way in excess of what they need, and that's very hard on the body. They get way more than what they need, but if it comes from an animal source, it can be very hard on the body, very hard on the kidneys because they have to process this because your body does not store protein. It does not store amino acids, so it has to go somewhere. And what are amino acids? What do they have to do with this? The amino acids are the building blocks for proteins. Right. Now, I, I remember using a great example a long time ago. If you're a parent, pop blocks. Amino acids are like the different shapes and colors of the pop blocks. Well, your body assembles those together. Mm-hmm. And then as they assemble, they'll tend to fold on each other and then create a three-dimensional shape that then has functions. It could be something that's structural. It could be an enzyme. I mean, it's a multiple of things that it could be. And those are the proteins, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. Those are the proteins. Right. And so you've got all these proteins. Your body can take these amino acids from the different foods, break them down, put them back together, and create the proteins that you need. So there's no need to worry about protein combining. It was back in the 70s. Back in the 70s. And the woman actually recanted it when she realized soon afterwards that she was wrong and saying, oh, well, if you eat plant foods, you need to combine rice with beans or you need to combine this with that to get the amount of protein that you need. And this myth is still persisting today, but it's just not true. So I want you to be freed from this idea I need protein powders and I need protein shakes and I need protein bars. And well, I'm eating plant-based, so now I need to buy plant proteins instead of my regular proteins that I used to buy that were animal-based. No, you don't. Just eat plenty of plant foods, whole plant foods, to provide your daily calorie requirements. Most of us in this country, again, are not calorie deficient. And so we don't need to worry about getting enough protein. Now, maybe you're worried about your strength. How could you possibly be strong enough just eating plants, right? Because we've been taught in order to be strong, we need meat, we need milk, we need dairy, we need all these animal products to be physically strong or buff. Like if you're trying to work out, you know, you think you need it to be buff. Well, let's just think, what example do we know of something that just eats plants that's strong? Well, perfect example. What are they? We've got examples of elephants. They're big. They're strong. They don't seem to lack for any kind of muscle, size, energy. Giraffes, they're herbivores. They eat nothing but plants. And then look at cows. Beef, it's what's for dinner. But what's the beef eating? It's eating plants. That's where it's getting its protein source, its amino acids. So if you don't want to get secondhand protein, just go to the source. Cut out the the middleman. 
cut out directly. Cut out the cholesterol. Cut out all the other stuff that another, comes with it, right? Another great example would be gorillas. I mean, they're oh, yeah. 100% herbivores. And I guarantee you, I would not want to get into a cage fight with a gorilla because he would destroy <laughs> me. But True. very strong, lots of energy, no deficiencies there. It's all plants. Right. All plants. So think about that for a minute. So what has happened is we've bought the lie hook, line, and sinker. And many of the lies are told to keep you coming back to products again and again, right? We understand that. We have our eyes opening to so many things these days. We're becoming awakened to a lot of what's going on. Okay, so I want you to be awakened to these truths about how to get healthy and the myths that are keeping you stuck. And this is one of the myths that you need to worry about getting protein, especially if you're eating plants. You know, the real question we need to be asking Really, let's shift now. If we're no longer going to be asking where do we get our protein, what's the real question? What's the thing that our attention is being diverted from? Because generally, when we're being told something that's not true, it's diverting our attention from something that is true. And what the truth is, is that we need to be concerned about where do we get our fiber? Where do we get our fiber? Because that little side of canned green beans that you're getting while you eat your steak dinner is not enough fiber to meet your daily fiber requirements. And that is what your gut thrives on. Your good gut bacteria have to have fiber for their foods. So where are they getting the fiber that they need? Why do people end up with all these digestive disorders, have clouded thinking? Okay, all these things go back to gut health. And gut health is directly tied to the amount of fiber that you get. You know where you get fiber? It's only found in plants. Found in plants. Do you know where you don't get fiber? No animal products have it. They completely have zero zilch, not a fiber. And don't get confused with the term muscle fiber because those are cells within muscles, but they are not plant fiber. So not the same thing. Eggs, meat, dairy, no fiber whatsoever. And fiber is not just about feeding the gut bacteria. It's not just about having regular bowel no. movements. While those are very important, super. Important. it also helps to eliminate waste from the body because sometimes those wastes are dumped into the gut and then the fiber helps to hold Pull on to that and help eliminate it. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's detoxing with that. There's excess estrogens that get dumped into the digestive tract, right. get bound and removed. So you've got just tons of stuff going on that's completely being ignored because we're so infatuated with protein. Now, I tell all my patients, whenever they, that deer in the headlight, I tell them, listen, you do not have a protein deficiency. And I'll mention about the protein deficiency name, Quashiorcor. But then I tell them, Listen, if you eat enough plants to meet your daily energy requirements, you will get twice the amount of protein as what your body needs. Also, too, while your body does not store excess protein, so to try to just overdose on this is absolutely insane. It's a waste of money. Your body has to process this. Now, if you were to do that with your plants, since eating enough for your calories gives you twice as what your body needs, it doesn't have the same effect. They've Mm -hmm. done studies. And animal proteins in excess will inflame the kidneys, whereas plant proteins in excess does not. It has zero inflammation on the kidneys. So not only do you not need that much, it is harmful when you're getting that much protein, especially when it is animal-based. With plant-based, you add the extra protein. You're probably not going to harm yourself, but you're wasting your money. You're throwing your money down the drain. You're wasting your time, and you're filling yourself up with extra products 
that instead you could be filling that space with more leafy greens, more, more purples, diverse plant foods, more diverse yes. plant foods, right? And the other thing to be aware of, too, is that there's a constant state of breakdown and rebuilding going on in your body. As mm-hmm. old cells die, they get broken down. Amino acids get recycled. Your body is beautifully and wonderfully made. Just like it likes to conserve water, it likes to conserve those amino acids. So two-thirds of the products that are broken down get recycled. So you have within your body at any given moment all the amino acids that you need at that point in time. Now, of course, we've got to eat and replenish those, but you don't need to be worried that I don't have enough isoleucine, I don't have enough valine, I don't have enough (laughs) cysteine. You don't have to worry about those things because they're always going to be available to you. Those are great points. Absolutely. So we're going to move on from this point forward. If you've heard this, you now know that there is no need to be worried about a protein deficiency, even if you're 100% whole food plant-based. So you don't have to worry about eating a ton of tofu or a ton of beans or anything like that. Just get a good variety. Make sure you're getting your greens and those things that you think, oh, but those aren't high protein. But your body really, really needs those things. They're high in so many other incredible nutrients. We don't have time to go into all that today, but you need a good variety of those different things. I would like to just interject one more thing. I just, I, I want to, can I, may I, can I bust in here? Go for it. All right. Because <laughs> I want to blow your mind. Because when I heard this, it absolutely blew my mind. All protein starts with plants. There's not a single animal on this planet or human that actually makes protein. Now, here's the thing. We can take those pop blocks, assemble them together to make protein, yes. However, all amino acids start with plants. Now, we have essential amino acids that we must get in our diet because we do not make them ourselves, animals included. Now, there are certain amino acids that we can configure from those essential amino acids, but we're not really making them brand new. We're just adding little extra sidearms to those pop blocks to make them something new. So we're assembling what we've gotten from the foods. We're assembling what we get from foods, and we're kind of restructuring amino acids. Mm -hmm. But we do not take nitrogen, carbon, oxygen, sulfur from the environment and make amino acids completely brand new. Right. When I learned that, I just, uh, it's like that little mind-blown emoji. So all of them come from where? Plants. Plants. If you look at fish, if you look at chicken, cow, cows, any of those animal products, it all at one point or another originated from a plant. Now, like had to fish, eat a plant. It would have been algae and things mm-hmm. like that, kelp and whatnot. But it all started from plants and photosynthesis. So, sister, go to the direct source. Cut out the middleman. Get the nutrients the way they were originally intended for us to get them. Eat as many whole plant foods as you can. You will not believe how your life will turn around when you let go of these myths that have been holding you back and replace them with the truths that are going to help you thrive in life so you can fully live your calling. We have loved having you join us again today. Before you go, be sure to leave a written review. It helps us so much to get to know you more and to get the word out to others because there are many of us kingdom-minded women that are waiting to fulfill our calling and you can be a part of spreading the message of truth with whole plant foods and how they can help us thrive so we can think clearly, so we can be in 
energized and feel our best and reverse the most common diseases of our time. Not just prevent, but actually reverse them. We see it happen time and again with our clients. We've had it happen in our own lives and we cannot wait to hear from you and hear how you are getting these amazing changes too. And we look forward to seeing you again next time on Power on Plants.